0: Welcome to the Wanderlust Virtual Assistant Podcast. I'm Rebecca, VA coach, business author, and digital nomad. Through empowered mentorship, I coach women to embrace their dreams and build an online biz that unleashes their freedom. On today's episode, I tell you the red flags to look out for when you're looking for clients. If I can teach you them in advance, then hopefully you can avoid some really bad situations. Let's begin. Today's free training is about red flags. And you know, all of my training videos, which I normally do on video, are inspired by conversations that I have. So I talk to many brand new women a day. I might even be currently speaking with you, and I have these brand new conversations. And everything that you share with me really inspires my you know, inspiration to continue to put out free information. I have not always been a VA, but when I started my VA business, my life changed forever and it was the best. And I'm on this continuous journey of personal transformation and fulfillment and empowerment. And so I want this for you. So just know that I'm always inspired by your questions and the conversations that we have. And I just want to be able to gift you with as much information as I can, free content, free support, whatever it is, so that you can get your VA business up and running. So I would love to hear if you're watching, say hello, send me an emoji. Or I mean, what's super cool is let me know where you're watching from. I think the furthest we have seen is someone commented South Africa, which I thought was pretty cool. So I'd love to hear where you're watching from. Okay, today's free training, inspired by a conversation I had recently with one of our amazing members who is exploring virtual assisting is like, how do I know when it's a scam or not? And the first thing I wanna say is that is so normal. Like even though it's 2020, it is so normal to see something online and think, I can't see it, I can't touch it, I can't taste it, I can't whatever. How do I not know I'm not being scammed, I'm not being sold to? I mean, if you think of like Craigslist or Kijiji, like how do you know you're not being scammed? I mean, today's day and age, MN, Minnesota. I love that, Jenny. Um, You know, in today's day and age, you know we're always getting scammed by rental like housing rentals or um, we're always told to fear phone calls that claim they're from the government or asking for that kind of information so let me just tell you it is so normal to worry about scams and you always should however what I want to preface with is virtual assisting is not too good to be true it is a real legit thing and I would hate for anyone to be to swing so far to the scam fear that they never fulfill this vision. So I acknowledge your um, filters, your hesitations, your cautiousness, but here's the thing, virtual assisting is not too good to be true. It's a real legit thing, and so I want you to do it. I want you to fulfill these dreams, but yes, it still serves you to be cautious about it. So. I've got my notes up here. That's why I'm going to be looking off to the side. What I'm currently looking at now is some notes I jotted down about using Upwork, Freelancer, Indeed.com. Those are where most of the scams hang out. Not to say that legitimate jobs do live there, although I personally never suggest that you use those kind of platforms Uh, for a number of reasons. Those platforms, A tons of scams, there's no way for them to filter it. Think of them as like Craigslist. There's no way for them to filter, you know, like, is it a scam job posting? Is it not, you know, think of it like like Craigslist. It's very, um, you know, sourced by the people. Uh, Freelancer, indeed, Upwork.com, they also commonly take a fee, like a cut of your pay, and normally your relationship with your client has to go through them. So you can't get a client and then you two separate and work independently. It's not normally how it works. Um, And as well as, oh yes, clients that use those sites are normally looking for sort of quick one-off virtual assistant projects all this kind of stuff they're not necessarily looking to you know invest in the growth of their virtual assistant create a really good um relationship and invest in their business in that way anyway that's not the topic what i'm saying is that in upwork freelancer Indie Indie.com, that's where you're going to want to put on your little scam radars your red flag radars the most um you know, job postings in tight-knit Facebook groups or through your network or um, through sort of authentic connection. Those are ones that you have to worry about the, less, the least. And I just did a three-day uh, challenge over the weekend about creating authentic connection, how to sort of embark on an authentic connection when you're talking to potential clients instead of like gross car salesmen. you know as much as you are worried about scams and red flags and all that kind of stuff like so are your potential clients so it really is about authentic connection I can't express that enough and authentic connection doesn't require like training literally it's like you be you and care and be curious so let me go through a couple of the red flags I've got five So red flag number one of any kind of uh, job posting or, um, you know, maybe someone's kind of emailed you out of the blue, anything where the hair on the back of your neck stands up, you might be right. And so it's like identify these five flags to see if the hair on the back of your neck is standing up for a good reason. Also. I'm just gonna throw this in there. It just came to the top of my head. If you are suspicious about a job posting, throw it into the Wonderlust VA Facebook group, and I'll double check for you. It never hurts to reach out to your VA community and be like, "Hey, I'm just starting out. This is too. This feels too good to be true. The the like hairs on the back of my neck stood up. My female intuition is going off on all cylinders. What you got for me? And let us support you. Okay. So let me go through the red flags. Red flag number one, they ask for personal information. I'm talking about banking information, social security number, any of that kind of stuff that you think, huh, I am told not to give this out. I know it seems obvious. Hi, Kaylee. I'm so glad you're hopping on here. I know it seems obvious not to handle that information, but here's the thing: you are new to virtual assistant, you are new to doing business, and you're eager to find clients. And so you might find yourself in this position where you want to give, 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 and you're like, "Well, you know what? I don't necessarily know what I'm doing. Um, they sound like they do." And so, you, you know, maybe you know, social security number, banking information, all that kind of stuff. The only time maybe that your client would need that kind of information is around tax time for them, Um, like a W-9, for example, for my American sisters. That's one example, and sort of by then, I feel like you should have a pretty good relationship with your client, and that's a form you fill out. And so asking for any personal information, banking, SSN, any of that kind of stuff, if if it makes the hair on the back of your neck stand up, then don't. That's a pretty big red flag. And only around tax time would you maybe put in your social security number. And that's on like a government form that you would be filling out. Okay, so that's red flag number one. Red flag number two. Here is a pretty cool one, I think. They, they don't show their face. Literally, they don't get on a phone call or a video call with you. So here's the thing about virtual assisting. When you're starting off your virtual assisting business, when you go through the Laptop Freedom Program, for example, I really encourage you to, as soon as possible, get the clients on a discovery call, a video, zoom discovery call and you know what happens to every woman in the laptop freedom program they freak out they're like what like I look bad on camera I'm not good at filming myself like I don't want to do a video discovery call with potential clients like ooh, and it makes everyone feel really really uncomfortable I get it that's so normal it's so normal to feel that so um, but here's the thing Virtual assisting, you're working remotely, you're having remote meetings, and so getting on video meetings with people has to become a normal thing. And it only comes with practice, I promise you. I used to shower and put makeup on before all my video meetings. Now I don't give a F, you know, nothing like a pair of blue blocker glasses and a hair clip can't fix. And so it is something if you wanna work remotely, Working remotely, working from home doesn't mean you get to be unseen, right? So I noticed that a lot of women who want to be virtual assistants are more shy, they're more timid, and they are attracted by the idea of sort of going unnoticed in a business. That is not going to benefit your VA business. You have to have, you have to eventually be comfortable and you have to have video meetings. So. Where I'm going with this is that in the Laptop Freedom Program, while you're finding clients, while you're onboarding new clients, I encourage you to get on a video discovery call with the client so that you can discuss their business, their vision, their needs, and then you can come back with your skill sets, your abilities, how you can support them. You can come back with suggestions. Then you discuss packages, boundaries, all that kind of stuff that goes on on a video discovery call. That's the biggest red flag to me. I've seen this over and over again is that, um, you know, women will get a, they'll get an email and it's like, great. We loved what we saw. We, you know, we've accepted you. The job is yours. And the women are like, "Uh, Rebecca, like I applied. I didn't communicate with them after that and I'm hired and they never actually wanted to meet me on a video meeting. It's like, yeah, that's a red flag. Not only is it a red flag that it might be a scam, but like, that's just a red flag. Like why would you want to work with a client that didn't actually want to meet you and is curious about you and cares about who you are and like invests in you and all that kind of stuff. So that's red flag number two is that they either you know dance around a video discovery call or anything like that like they don't want to be talking to you in person or it's like never suggested suddenly it's just like great we saw your application the job is yours it's like whoa whoa like that's not how I would run my own business right like if you were an entrepreneur hiring someone Would you just hire someone off of, like, one email? Like, no, you'd want to meet them. You'd want to go through this process, especially if you cared. So that's red flag number two It's like, they don't want to go on a video call with you or a phone call or anything like that. They're trying to be elusive and trying to not exist. Okay. This red flag number three is a big one, and to me it's really obvious because it takes seconds to figure out. They have a spoof website and it blows my mind, I'm going to be super honest with you, if I were to scam someone, I would at least whip up a half decent website. I'm amazed at how many spoof websites I can so quickly find by copy and pasting the URL into my domain search bar. So. You know, you can research this person or perhaps they send you an email and they're like, great, we loved what we saw, you're hired, you know, but like, you start tomorrow. And then at the bottom of their signature, it signs off with, you know, company name, company URL. This is like a five second check and it blows my mind. I'm saying like, if I I feel like if I could scam someone, I would at least make a half decent website. It's amazing how many URLs I check and you get like an error 404 or it doesn't exist or it's really spoofy. It's like, why would you even bother putting your website at the bottom of your email or anywhere if it doesn't exist and it's not real? It blows my mind how that is the easiest. Hello, Nikki, I'm going to give you a wave. That's the easiest red flag to spot. So always take... Five seconds to copy paste and check the URL. Because I'm amazed at how many scam ones don't have a good URL. So that is red flag number three. So let me just recap. Red flag number one, they ask for personal information. Boom. Thumbs down. Red flag number two, they don't want to get on a video chat with you. They want, they don't want, you know to exist and I think that this one is a trap for women who want to be virtual assistants, who want to be remote workers because they're shy, Um, they want to work from home, they want to go unnoticed and so going on a discovery call is scary to them. You don't want that from a client and so I think that's the, the, the second red flag, they don't want to get on a call with you, that's the biggest trap for shyer VAs because they're like, great, I don't want to get a video call with them either. It's like, but you need someone who's a legitimate client's going to get on a video call with you. They're going to care. Red flag number three, they have a spoof website. This is a five-second check. Five-second check, I promise you. Do the back-end research. If you're getting those re- those little hairs on the back of your neck standing up, check their website. It's It's sad how many like crappy websites are out there that are so obviously a scam you'd think that'd be the first thing they do okay red flag number four super low pay as a va in north america australia like anywhere australia uk i know a lot of the women in this group are from europe and australia and north america low pay is not something that you want even if it seems like a legitimate client so low pay just every time you see a job posting for low pay literally just just remove it remove it from your radar don't add it to the equation or the pool or whatever it is that you are pulling you know statistics from just remove it first off you don't want clients who Are cheap. It's because they're cheap thinkers, they have business dysmorphia, they don't believe that their business can handle investing in a VA, they they don't believe in like supporting minimum wage. I mean paying VA's a low amount of money is a whole rabbit hole that I get in many many debates with. I think it's bad juju, it's really bad energy. So low-pay jobs, walk away from them. Just say no and don't even count them in. Don't even consider them as something on your radar. There are VAs out there in lower income countries that will work for less. But here's the thing. I don't believe they're in the same category as you. And I I want a different word for it. I I want people in lower income countries that do transcription to be called something else and virtual assistants in higher wage countries to be called like virtual assistants because we can do some badass stuff and we can create marketing funnels and we can increase your sales and we can client concierge and we can, like that is so much beefier. There's so much more value to that than a low paying job description. So that's red flag number four. If you see low wage, not only is that a red flag, don't consider it, but like, don't even include it in your ballpark. That's a different book, different page, different chapter. No, I'm not gonna say anything more about that because I can go down a massive rabbit hole about cheap clients. Red flag number five, they accept you too quickly. I've kind of hinted at this one a little bit about discovery calls, not getting out a discovery call with you or spoof website. I've kind of hinted at this one already. Anyone who accepts you too quickly that puts hairs up on the back of your neck, you're right. They're probably a scam. And here's the thing. I know scams suck, but they're a reality. And they actually exist everywhere, but the internet is so big that they percentage-wise exist more. I hope that makes sense to you. And so if they accept you too quickly, just ask yourself, like, Would I hire someone this quickly? Like I, you know, as a VA, I expected to go through a deeper process. I expected them to ask more questions. I expected to go on a discovery call with them. Um, I expected a bit more back and forth. I know other VAs applied for this job. So how am I miraculously suddenly chosen? It's not because... You know, they're there to pump your ego and you're amazing, and all that kind of stuff. It is a red flag. And so I really honor people who, you know, women in the Laptop Freedom Program, are, and scams don't happen very often. I know this is a very kind of scam-heavy topic, but to be honest, they don't actually happen very often. And the more you stay away from freelancer, Upwork, and Indeed.com. Okay, apparently I disconnected, but now I'm connected again. Um, hi, Yushi. Laptop Freedom, babe, saying hi. Okay. Hopefully the internet's okay again. Um, so if you're accepted too quickly, it's legit. It's it's like, sorry, it's not legit. It's like you are accepted too quickly. And so if that gives you feelings of red flags, or your hair is on the back of your neck, that's that's a firm reason. And so every so often, women in the Laptop Freedom Program say like, hey, Rebecca, I applied to this client and like within three hours, I suddenly got an acceptance email. It's like, yeah. Well, let's go through the other red flags. Let's check their website, you know, let's you know check the spelling, all that kind of stuff, the grammar in their email, all that kind of stuff. And here's the thing. I know that most of us are like, Rebecca, you don't have to tell me twice. I know you know not to give out my personal information and all this kind of stuff, but scammers would stop if it didn't work the way, the reason why they keep going is because every so often it works and so i just want to stand here for you and really with those five red flags. So let's recap the five red flags. First one is they ask for personal information. Don't don't do it like around tax time if you're filling out like a w9. That's maybe when you'd put it out. Red flag number 2, they don't get, they don't show themselves. They don't get on a video call or a phone call like they're elusive. They don't want to like exist uh, someone running a business, like a potential client running a business that they want to hire a VA. So it grows. Do, it doesn't serve them to be shy. And so they're not going to be shy. Three, they have a spoofy website. I don't know why scammers don't make good websites cause this is a five second check. It's so easy. This, that this is the easiest red flag is checking their website. Four, super low pay. And like I said, don't even consider those ones. Those are not, they're not in the same category as you and I really want a different word for people who do easy mundane tasks for $8 an hour. They need another word for it and I don't know what it is. And five, if the potential client accepts you too quickly. Thank you for listening to the Wonderless VA podcast. I hope this episode and many more help you fulfill your VA dreams. To learn more about virtual assisting, you can find us on all the channels, including Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube.